Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, welcome to Fitness Disrupted. I am Tom Holland, your host. In this show, I tackle the hottest topics in exercise, nutrition, and motivation, debunking the myths and misconceptions while giving you actionable advice you're going to be able to use right away. I am so excited for the show today here. A beautiful day in New York City. My Heart Radio Studios here with Sean, my producer. I've got Ernie, my engineer, and it's going to be an amazing show with Linda Stevens. And you know what our topic is today? It's going to be women and muscle. And you can't see Linda. I can. <laughs> Just let me paint a picture, right? She has an amazing physique. She is an IFBB figure pro competition prep coach, personal trainer, and a full-time single mom of two teenagers. She's doing it all. She holds a master's degree in nutrition, and she has written for magazines including Muscle and Fitness Hers, Oxygen, Strong. She presents. She's a lecturer. She is out there uh, as a nutritionist and a bodybuilder. She knows more about muscle than 99% of, uh, I'd say, women and men (laughs) safely, you know. Uh, So this is just an amazing show because the show is all about debunking those myths, uh, Linda. And like the four letter word (laughs) that almost (laughs) drove me out of fitness years ago was bulk. Right. right. So women and muscle. Let's get right down to it, though. Give people a little of your background. How did you get started? You know, have you been lifting for a long time? And when did you start bodybuilding? Um, I started lifting weights in my early 20s. 
But prior to that, I taught a lot of aerobics classes. I worked for Richard Simmons at one point teaching in his, he had a uh, string of studios called the Anatomy Asylum, and I started teaching classes there. So I was kind of kind of a cardio queen back then. But um, And then I got into weight training in my early 20s and always lifted just for my own personal health. I worked in the city on Wall Street for a long time when I graduated from college, so that was my career. Um, and then... After I had children in my early to mid-30s, I had two children, and I knew I couldn't go back to Wall Street. That lifestyle just was not going to, not conducive to having kids. Right. (laughs) It was not conducive to what we love to do. I couldn't get on the train at six in the morning and be home at, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night. Just, I chose to raise my children. So I retired from that life. And then after they got to be a little bit older, maybe, you know, three, four or five years old, I went back and got my personal training certification, which is where I, it's all started. And then I decided I wanted to be a cut above a regular personal trainer because there are so many personal trainers out there and some are amazing and some are not. Um, so I wanted to get my degree in nutrition. I felt like that would put me a cut above everybody else and give me more credentials and more, um, you know, more of a, of a resume, sure. if you will. So I went back at 42 and took me about three years, got my master's degree in nutrition, and then it just doors started opening up because people listen when you have, you know, education behind you. So that's that's what I wanted. I sometimes. Wanted, sometimes. <laughs> that's what I thought then. But you know what? It was, it was a great choice. I mean, right. you know, I have Absolutely. this discussion with a lot of people and it's like, we just need to do things. Sometimes if we just get started, we sit around and go, oh, I'd love to do this or I'd love to do that. It's like, well, get up and get going, do it. Because if I had waited, I'm 51 now, I could have said, God, in my 40s, I should have gone back to school, but I didn't. But I did and I'm done. You know, like we waste so much time thinking about what we should or want to do. Yesterday, you said tomorrow, right? right? I say the secrets to life are all over Instagram. Right. Everyone posts them, but no one does them. I know. Yeah, and that's what this show is all about. Uh, you know, Occam's Razor. It's the simple solutions and the simple things that get us the results. Right. But that's not the industry, right? That's not what you and I have to battle against. Right. The quick fix, the, the lack of science. Right. Right. And that's why I love having you on the show is because you not only have, and again, I need to paint the picture because you can't see Linda. She <laughs> looks amazing. And go to her website, lindamstevens.com as you're, uh, you know, if you have the internet available as you're listening to the show or after and just get get an idea of what she looks like. Amazing, you know, and extreme. And we're going to talk about that. I do extreme cardio uh, and then I pull back and Linda does more uh, strength training than most people do, right? But she has better looking arms than most men. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's something we're going to talk about, the muscle and how important muscle is. Uh, but But that's it, Linda, is that the knowledge, the science is perverted, right? Or right. it's not even thought about at all. So you said, and I'm going to be a little tougher, that, you know, uh, trainers, there's a lot of great, there aren't that many really good fitness people. There just aren't. And that's part of the problem, right? right. We made it our career. Right. And I went back and got my master's like you because same thing and, and got all the certifications because I knew that I could so easily, as you did, separate we could separate ourselves exactly with the knowledge, right? And then truly help people. And this isn't, this isn't, we're not, you know, bro science. Right. This is exercise science. Right. Nutrition. And I love that. And, you know, I went back for the exercise science in psychology, sports psychology, because I wanted the motivation side. And then I did the sports nutrition. You went back and got, because nutrition is so crucial. 
as it, we know. Nutrition is, I mean, you can go in the gym and work out every single day of the week, but if you're going to hit the drive through two, three times a day, you're not going to you. see the results. Thank you. It's not going to show. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then we just live in a world of instant gratification. So everyone, and I get this all the time from clients when I sign them up, is, you know, how long is this going to take? How long is it going to take me to build muscle? And my answer always is, well... Let's see. I started really lifting weights at 42, like seriously, to build muscle. I'm 51, and I can say I'm really happy with what I've built over the years. Like, I'm content now. I don't want any more muscle. I'm happy to where I am. So what's that, nine years? And they look <laughs> right, at me like, right. what? Right. Back to the Wall Street guys. <laughs> I used to have the Wall Street guys who would say, I want a six-pack, and I'd say, I want your Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to earn that? Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's, it's, you know, people are like, after a month of dieting, they're like, well, I'm, how come I'm only down, you know, X amount, should I be down more? Right. And I'm It'll like, be a no. Week. Yeah. Like, you're like, you ate two good meals. Right. right. And you expected to see. And that's what we'll talk about. It is science and it's math, you know, and that's what drives me nuts. I, holy cow, you know, the calorie's not a calorie and all this kind of stuff. Right. And when it comes down to pure weight loss and, you know, that's a topic for another day. But, you know, we're talking about muscle. We're going to talk about how important it is. Again, I'm with Linda Stevens, you know, IFBB pro. She knows not only the strength side, but the nutrition side. And they are totally connected. Totally. And you can't have one without the other. These exactly. articles now, is it nutrition? Is it diet? Is right. it exercise? No, it's both. Right. It's both, right? Uh, yeah. And the the bodybuilding side, like, when we go to extremes, when I did the natural bodybuilding, I learned so much about just simply cutting out carbs and right. how horrible that is right. and how much my brain ran on that. You know, and I was training 17 hours a day as a trainer, bodybuilding, cutting calories, and it was brutal, right? <laughs> it is. <It's, laughs> and so when I, I think I saw you years ago yeah. at the gym, right? And you yes. were cutting calories and I was like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know when you're that close, but that's right. it. It comes down to science. It and does. You know, so when we're talking about the fear of bulk, explain to women how important strength training is to achieving their goals. Um, so women don't really have to bulk, first of all. I mean, I hear that a lot. And it's like, well, unless you're going to be a bodybuilder up on stage, you don't really need to quote unquote bulk. But what you do need to do is make sure you're eating a good balance of protein, good complex carbs, good fats at every meal. So maybe you're eating four or five times a day depending on how active you are. But so it all ties together. It's, you don't need to put on 20, 30, 40 pounds to build muscle. I mean, right now I'm in a stage where I'm cutting because I want to get on stage. But normally I'd go back to, I'll probably put 10 pounds back on. But let's be honest it. too, Linda. The people, the <clears throat> women who are concerned about putting on 20 to 30 to 40 pounds of muscle, if those women try right, to do it's it. It's not going to happen without <laughs> some kind of help. Without some help, and we'll talk about that help, and I love that, because right. that's what this show is about, you know, busting the myths, being honest, going right. there where people don't. But that's the problem, is that, again, the women who have the concern where you and I come from, and, you know, the skinny unfit, many of them, right? Right. Are so concerned, and it's not going to happen. Right. They're concerned about picking up a 10-pound dumbbell versus a 5-pound dumbbell. When it's like, you're not, you know, you see women swinging the 5-pound dumbbell around in the gym. You see it. I see it every day. And it's like, pick up a 15, you know, do less reps. And they, they're like, well, I don't want to get bulky. And I'm like, well, you, you know, that's not going to happen. What you are going to do, though, is build some nice lean muscle because you're going to force the muscle to grow a little bit. Not crazy, but you're going to build and grow and make some shape to your body versus just being kind of straight. And I guess the term is what, skinny fat almost. But, 
you know, as we age, as we get into our 40s and 50s and 60s, it's not good for women to look that thin and be that waif. It, it doesn't look good on your skin. Your skin just, it doesn't look healthy or it's, it'll get saggy, droopy. Like the muscle underneath will keep the skin full and looking good. So, and even if you put on, even if you do carry a little extra weight, five, eight, 10 pounds, it's probably not that big of a deal because it's probably going to make you look better. So, I mean, everyone's concerned about doing, you know, Botox and fillers and this and that. But you know what? Natural fillers, like lift some weight, build some muscle. <laughs> exactly. That way there, your body will look firm and full and good. People say to me all the time, you don't look 51. I thought you were like 38. And, um, and I love that. But it's because strength training and exercising and eating right really is the only anti-aging medicine there is out there. The it, fountain of youth. It's so simple. The fountain cells, of youth. Uh, turn over faster. You sleep better at night. Growth hormone kicks in. You repair. You regenerate. It's 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 been proven. There are studies. It shows it. Exercise is the fountain of youth. There's yeah. no magic pill. There's no magic bullet. There's no raspberry ketone. There's no whatever. I mean, it's <laughs> exactly. you know, it's just that stuff is just money. People are just making so much money right. on selling some of these crazy supplements that right. People are going to think they're going to take and then just sit on the sofa. Right. And it doesn't work. And what people don't realize, and you alluded to it, is that the only natural way to increase your metabolism is through building lean muscle. Yes. You know, when, when clients would say to you, and I would train clients, and uh, I would rarely do a husband and wife because that just has its own, <laughs> you know, host of problems there. <laughs> and one of the problems is the guy would generally lose more weight than the woman quicker. Right. Because they have more lean muscles. So ladies, one of the main reasons, and men, but especially women, you want to build lean muscle is it is metabolically more active than fat tissue. It burns more calories 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can't outrun your fork. You were right. talking about that earlier. So when people right. say, oh, Tom, well, you do uh, marathons and ultra marathons and triathlons, you can eat whatever you want. Absolutely not even close. Right. And we could talk about that math. But that is such great news for people. And I love the line, cardio adds years to our lives. Strength training adds life to our years, right? right? You're going to be fit, and you see it, 50, right. 60, 70, 80, 90. If you're not strong, if you don't do prehab, you're going to do rehab. Right. Here's what I love with it. Yep. You're going to lift weights. It's your choice or... <laughs> or you're going to do it in physical therapy. Thank you. Right. Let's say that again. You will lift weights. It is not a question of if, but when. Right. Do you pay someone because you have to when you're injured or do you do it ahead of time? And unfortunately, that's human nature, right, Linda, is people just wait till the last, till and it's there, too late. And there have been studies done, too, showing that people, as they age, that have trained their legs, like, that do strength training and train their legs, you know, through squatting, lunging, deadlifting, whatever. And it doesn't have to be crazy amounts of weight, um, but it's been shown that as they age those people are less likely to have injuries like breaking their hips when they're 70, 80 years old. And I remember being in school and one of my professors would always say, older people, senior people don't fall down and break their hip. Their hip breaks and Before. then they fall and they yes. fall down. So they're saying, you know, you keep your legs strong as you age throughout your life. Those people tend to have less of those things happening. I love so, that you brought that up because that's mind-blowing for right, most people. Right. People they think, th oh, yes. she fell and she broke her hip. Yes. No, her hip actually snapped and then, which obviously caused her to fall down. And so. both happen, but the fact that people don't realize that. So 
strength training, and again, we're not saying, you know, and again, to try to look like Linda, she has worked ridiculously hard to get there. And, you know, the goal is to be functionally strong. Right. And to right. enjoy quality of life. Right. Exactly. And to achieve that, the great news is you don't have to run as far as I do. You don't have to lift the weights and, and diet as, as uh, strictly as Linda does. You just have to do be consistent. Right. Right. And so strength training is so crucial. And it'll give you, I have a client who just recently lost 40 pounds. We started working together in September. Um, I think she's down about 40 pounds. And, you know, she said to me, I feel so good. I can go on a bike ride now and I'm not out of breath. I can carry my groceries upstairs. I sleep better. She's like, I'm just, everything's so much better. Yes. And it's true. And she, you know, she was just on, I had her on a good comprehensive eating program and she had her, you know, her hiccups along the way, a lot of handholding, but, um, and she worked out religiously and did, you know, cardio and she did some weights and, you know, it wasn't certainly, she wasn't doing PRs or anything like that, right. but she was moving five or six times a week and right. she lost 40 pounds and she looks like a completely different person and she feels good and she did it the right way. So she'll keep it off. Right. Right. So, and that's it. It's it's small steps forward are steps forward. Exactly. When I was a trainer, I never wanted a client to lose five pounds in a week. Right. Because we know that's water and, you know, it, it and, and muscle. Right. And so let's go. Really important to women and men as well. So Linda was talking about as we age, generally 35, somewhere around there, we start to lose muscle. The technical term is sarcopenia, right? Right. What that means is, so, so you know, Linda, and, and those of you listening, you say, you know what? I'm 35, 40, 45, 50. I'm doing the same. I'm eating the same, but I'm gaining weight. Why is that? And one of the main reasons is you are losing muscle mass. You are losing that metabolically active tissue. Right. So, but the, here's the great news, because I'm all about the great news, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can prevent that and reverse it. How do we do that? Strength training. Strength training. Absolutely. It's, um, as you just said before, muscle burns more calories even at rest. Uh, using myself as an example, if I take a couple days off, I'm still just as hungry as if I was in the gym training because my body is just calling for that fuel because I have so much muscle that I'm constantly burning calories. Even if it's a rest day, I still have to eat every two hours. It's religious. That's great news so, for people, right? It is. And, <laughs> and again, they don't have to take it to the level that you or I take it to. Um, you know, we choose to do that because we just, we love it for lots of different reasons. And it's my job. So I feel like who's going to listen to a fat nutritionist that's out of shape, right? So I feel like I have to keep some level of, of fitness. But um, you know, people can just get in the gym four times a week and lift weights. You can combine muscle groups if you want to, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be crazy, but you want to push yourself enough and do some cardio to keep your heart strong and help burn the fat. Um, and then you take the muscle, you, you take the weights to help build the shape. So the cardio burns the fat, the muscle builds the shape and there, it's just a great complement. And then when you add in all the right nutritional, um, components, right. It's, it works. It's not hard. And then <laughs> right. and you can still go on the weekend maybe and have a cheat meal, go out to right. dinner. And if you enjoy a glass of wine or you want to have a burger and fries right. or you want to go out for a nice dinner, you can, you can do that. And, and we do. Yeah. And it's, you know, you, you all week, Monday through Saturday, you live a clean, you know, strict kind of life. Not strict, but you know what I mean? Like sure. you live clean and then you look forward to Saturday nights of my night. I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant right. and have, and I, that's what I do. I'm right. like, I can't wait to go have... You know, burger and fries is a great place in Westport. You need to try. That, um, <laughs> that, uh, but that's Linda, right? And we always talk about, and people out there listening have heard 80-20. Right. 80% of the time, eat really healthy. 20% of the time, indulge. I would argue 
Americans are pretty much 2080. Yeah, right? exactly. 2080. That's, that's it. People are eating out so much in one day, maybe two, three times a day yeah. or and skipping it, meals yeah. and then chowing down at, you know, hitting the, some, I have a, people say all the time, I was so hungry, I didn't know what to do. And I, McDonald's was there and I drove through the drive-thru and I'm like, uh, that's like the worst thing you could do. McDonald's are for people like Linda and myself. <laughs> that's where we hide and yeah. we drive through. <laughs> Can I give you a real funny story? I actually have two boys, right? Play hockey, coming back from hockey. Now, listen, we do it all. Not frequently. Do I go to McDonald's? No, my right. kids actually, my older son doesn't like it. My younger son every now and again, you know, and right. then we get the McGurgles, right? Then you feel really <laughs> horrible. You feel good for two minutes minutes and then you feel horrible after. But I was in a McDonald's with one of my sons and all of a sudden a text came through and it was a picture of me in the McDonald's eating. So a friend had driven by and saw you <laughs> in there. So, oh my gosh, dri- drive-thrus are for us. But that's so 80-20, right. right? And and listen, I'm not, I cut out nothing. So when people say, do you cut out carbs? Do you not? I drink wine. I do a little bit of everything. And then when I need to get in shape a little better for a race or so, right. we can, but 80, 20 people. So what Linda's saying, and, and I personally believe, and I'm sure you'd agree to some degree, agree about, so I do a, a one day cycle and a seven day cycle. So if I'm eating five to six meals a day, one of those can be not as perfect. And it's generally at night. And right. if you eat really well all day, then you can, you know, have a couple extra calories at night because it's calories in and calories out. And then, as you said, one day during the week, and I love doing it on the weekends with my friends. Right. And they're like, oh my gosh, you eat, you, you, you drink know. wine and you have dessert? Yeah. Just not I know. three every night. Exactly. Or Yeah, exactly. You can't do it yeah. every single day. You can't be, you know, eating drive through food every day, hitting the deli for right. sandwiches at lunch, and then wherever else you're going. It's just, it's just, it just adds up. And people, then they're like, God, I've put on like 10 pounds in, you know, like a month and I don't know how that happened. And right. I'm like, well, right. what are you doing? What's your eating like? And then they, that's they, they either put their head down in shame or, you know, they roll their eyes. or <laughs> Right. And, it, and, and what I really want listeners to understand and what Linda and I are saying, it gets easier. It doesn't get harder. So the deprivation side that you have been sold in the right. in the books and the videos, and these are people, guess what? Most of those people look the way they do, the Tracy Andersons of the world. I'm just going to throw names out there. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> We're born that way. I know. If you want to look like them, you need their parents. You need right. their genetics, right? And many of those people are going to have issues down the road. My goal is to be doing this when I'm 90 and 100. Right. You know, that's it. Right. And, I, and I'm doing it for my kids and everything. So we're talking about muscle and, and how this, you know, you should and could eat much more frequently than you do. And let's just go there real quickly because right. we're talking about breakfast. Right. So you, if you could see the studio too, <laughs> <laughs> right next to Sean is a pink bag filled with food and it's not his. <laughs> Process it, of elimination. Right. And it's not mine. <laughs> it's bright pink. Uh, but um, so Linda and I were, before the show started, I sprinted here, came from the city or uh, outside the city on the train and there's a Starbucks downstairs and I sprinted and I go, I got eight minutes. That's just enough time for oatmeal, right? right? Oatmeal and nuts and raisins. And I say, give me all the toppings, right? you know? And you said what? You as well. I did. I was on my way in. I had my breakfast at home this morning, but I have, that is, that's my hot pink bag. <laughs> it has three, it has two meals in it now because I ate one yeah. on the way in because it was about 9.45 and I know my second meal comes around 10, 10.30 and I, I knew right away. So I, I pulled out my food. I have three ounces of chicken. I had a cup of rice because I'm eating a little extra carbs today and I had some green beans and I put sea salt on it. So I ate that on my way in. So I feel good now, right? My energy is good. And I know probably like 
I don't know, 12.30, 1 o'clock-ish, I'll have, I have another meal with me. And in case I get delayed on the way home for whatever reason, I got another meal with right. me. So I will not ever get stuck without fueling my body because if not, I feel terrible. I get a headache. I feel lightheaded. I just don't feel good. So um, you people, people ex- normal, regular, general population people experience that also, but they're not prepared, right? So yeah. they don't have food with them. So yeah. that's when they're going to grab a Danish or a whatever. Yeah. You know, so... and. Starbucks is good, and I know we rag on McDonald's, but they're not so bad either. I think you can even get oatmeal at McDonald's or a salad now. You can get, or, no, I but, get the salad with chicken, and I walk into most places, and I'll order it, and they'll go, we serve that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I hold up the water. But yes, but anywhere. Some, some of the places now, because sometimes clowns will be like, well, I'm here and there. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you can usually always get a salad somewhere. Somewhere you can get a salad and put some kind of protein on it. You're making me hungry. (laughs) This is a perfect time to take a break. (laughs) And you and I will both have a protein shake or a banana with peanut butter or something. Uh, Again, uh, Linda Stevens, we're talking about bulk. We're going to get back there, but uh, we will be right back after this short break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Uh, so I, I just love talking to you. I we know. Can, have a, can, can we do a nine-hour show, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you have? When do you have to get back? I just, I love this. And if you want the results of someone, follow what they do. Now, most of exactly. you don't, right? And, and that's what I did. When I started in this business, so I started doing push-ups when I was 14 because I read Herschel Walker did 300 a day and 300 crunch, and that got me started. Right. And that will be our takeaway at the end. We're going to give people always something they can do right away to get started. So I know people are listening going, well, I'm not going to do that. Right. And we're not asking you to. <laughs> no, we're not. But at- what we're saying is you can eat and should eat the study show frequently. Absolutely. That's the That's best it. way to keep your keep your weight down. Yes. And eat breakfast. I mean, I know. And Absolutely. Say, oh my gosh. Like, you can read these articles. Is breakfast that important? Yes, Front load is. your day. Right? Why people, so when people eat, uh, again, topic a whole, do this in a whole nother show. Is eating at night really that bad for you? Um, not if you eat. The right things. Right. right. And, and if you can't ate be a well. Bowl, it can't be a Haagen-Dazs pint. Yeah. But it could be some protein and a little fat. You know, it could be maybe an apple with a little almond butter. What are your last two meals of the day? What times? You, you know? um, I eat, I usually eat my last meal around 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Okay. But I have, I have had to eat food at like 9 or 10 o'clock at night if I'm at an event and I'm doing something and my meals are spaced out a little bit more. Sure. But, you know, I'll, I'll eat some, like last night I made some egg whites and I put a little vanilla protein powder in it and some cinnamon at like 9 and I had that and I went to bed. And it made me feel good. It was, you know, I love eggs. I can, you can eat eggs anytime. So, oh my gosh. Like, there are lots of yeah. things that you can eat. You know, you can do a little cottage cheese or a little Greek yogurt. I mean, you, could, you know, it's just what you choose to eat right. at night. You can't eat a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs and then go to bed at, you know, eat it at nine o'clock and go to bed at 10. And a glass of wine and bread and all that hey, stuff. Easy, easy you know? Italian here. <laughs> I am too, but, you know. But wait a minute. Let's, if, if, let's just go there with the science. If you've had nothing all day, right? Right. If you literally, if you've had or very little food, and that spaghetti and wine is twelve hundred calories, and you're around two thousand, you can do that. Now, most people can't because they've eaten way too much before, right? But we're talking total calories. But to your point, and and that's what we need people to know is you are consuming the vast majority of your calories at night, right? And part of the problem is you're not eating enough. Throughout the day. Right. I mean, how many people said to you, and they said it to me for so many, I, I can't, I'm not hungry. I can't eat that. I, and my answer I would be, well, you're getting hungry at some point. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. I don't understand how they can't be. And then well, they, well, they have extra weight. So, so why don't you change what you're doing? If you're right. not eating breakfast and you want to lose weight, change. You can't change if you don't change, right? Right. And that's great news. A lot of people don't eat on purpose because they'll say, well, I eat breakfast and I don't eat anything till dinner. I don't know why I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, well, because your metabolism has slowed down because your body thinks you're starving it. And you're consuming 3,000, 4,000 right. calories at night. Yeah. And it, or even if, and if you just eat lettuce, you're going to store that as fat because your body's like, we don't know when we're getting more food, so we're holding on to this. We're not going to burn it. We're going to keep it. And I so, just want people to eat, you know, and eat, eat food. And, you know, we're talking about muscle, but it's tied in because protein is the building block of muscle. So we need to go there. Right. Uh, so you can't. Uh, back when I was, you know, I was a skinny kid. 
not always a skinny kid. I couldn't run. I had so to be a, a more muscular guy who runs ultras now and stuff is nuts because that wasn't who I was as a kid. Right. And I used to take something called Gainer's Fuel 5000. And I think it was literally like 5,000. It was something insane <laughs> back in the day, back in the wild west of supplements too. And I put on, because there's no protein in it. I don't even know what was in it, but it was just garbage, right? right. So when I started eating protein at every meal... Every meal, my philosophy, and I'm sure, again, Linda's pretty close, is healthy carbs, healthy protein at every right. meal, right? Right. And that works. Don't even get me into the topic of, like, you shouldn't combine those two, like, right. those people. Holy cow. I know. No, they, they work together. <laughs> you know, they work together. So, and you've yeah. got, and I say that to women all the time, like, are you eating enough protein at, at your meals? And a lot of them usually are not. But usually they're not eating enough protein. So, um, And can we say that because how many doctors, and you read, they say, you know, and now, yes, there are people eating crazy amounts of meat, but those are different, right? Most people don't get enough protein. Right. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Good. We they're, can agree on that. And again, most, you go, come on. Now, most people, if you eat too much protein, listen, you will gain weight, right? So calories, doesn't matter where the calories come from, for the most part, you are going to gain weight, right? So, but when... Again, you're going to feel satiated. You know, people don't really understand how right. powerful that word is. Right. When you eat protein and f healthy fat, right. you feel fuller longer. Exactly. Because it, you know, it slows down the digestion yeah. versus if you sit down and eat some simple processed, you know, carb or something. And a, a lot of people, that's why people always say that hitting the wall at three or four o'clock and they're like, oh, I need coffee or they eat a chocolate bar or they drink five hour yes. energy or you see those commercials. And I, I just, I always like, bang my head when I see those Can commercials. Can I tell you a quick story? You started. So on the train here, <laughs> I told Sean and Ernie this. <laughs> so I, I just love, again, that I, you know, I'm riding the train, most, you know, finance guys, right? Young guy gets on next to me. He's got to be in his mid-20s, he's got the suit on. And he definitely, you know, he he uh, has a couple pounds to lose. Right. And I hear, you know, a, a can open. And I look at him and he's got Red a Bull. huge <laughs> monster. Monster, huge. Okay. Extra, you go, okay, you know, not the best thing, 20, I get it. 10 minutes later, another one. Second one. Now, he is going to fall off the wagon. Probably, probably already has. Oh, probably already has, right? Now, listen, I'm a believer in caffeine. I cut right. nothing out. I love caffeine. I drink coffee. I have coffee out there. Coffee is an ergogenic aid. It's a performance enhancer. There's a fat burner, moderation. Mm, I probably do a little bit more than I'm supposed <laughs> to, but okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, but yes, and I guarantee I was saying, if that guy was one of our clients, and you said, what did he have for breakfast? He would not mention the monsters. Probably right? would not. No. And that's part of the problem with uh, dietary studies and self-reports and stuff like that. But again, the takeaway that Linda and I are talking about is get excited that you can eat more frequently. Right. That you should eat a huge breakfast. That's the other thing, too. Especially women will go, I had one egg. And one I know. Egg. You go, oh, I'm like, that's it? <laughs> eat. Yes. My bodies were well, I had an eat. egg and a piece of toast. I'm like, well, you need to eat more than that. Right. Or every time I write a program for, a lot of the times when I write programs for women, I'll, you know, some of the responses back will be like, well, this is so much food. I'm like, you know what? It really, I get, it's oh. really not that much. It's just because it's, it's itemized out now by meals, you know? So, and people don't think they, people probably eat a hell of a lot more than what I've got on a piece of paper. Of course And then they're like, they this do. is too much food. And I'm like, no, it's really not. It's only because I've listed everything. I'm like, do me a favor, do this for a week. I'm like, you are not going to gain 50 pounds in a week. We're going to do this for a week and I want you to tell me how you feel. And then they do it for a week and they've lost, usually lose two or three pounds. And they're like, oh, I feel really good. I, I actually really like this program. I'm like, 
Yes. <laughs> because, listen, and, and I had a coach way back when, once, for a triathlon, and then I started writing books, and I wanted to do it myself. When he would ask me what I would eat, I would completely lie. <laughs> listen, I get it, because I don't want to admit that I ate the entire box of Malamars. Right. I don't want to tell my coach that. So we get that. So I always say self-reports, the three-day food intake. That's why as a nutritionist, God, I started the uh, same nutrition program you did years ago. I don't know if I told you. And I stopped because I was like, I can't. It's hard enough for me to, to deal with, like, the nutrition stuff. But right. um, the three-day self-reports are the greatest works of fiction ever written, right? So it's one of two things happen, or both. They eat better, uh, or they lie, and it's right. usually a combination of the two. So what I say to people, and, and again, this is your side more than mine, is do that three-day self-report. Be honest. Write down every BLT, bites, licks, and tastes people. By the way, that's one thing that women don't realize. And I'm home with the boys a lot when they were growing up, especially. I get it. Like, you know, nice. you're eating every chicken nugget that's left over and like all those calories count. They do. But no one counts those, right? right. No one counts oh, those. Oh, it's just a bite of mac and cheese. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Five times a day. <laughs> right. So and, it, now it's a bowl of mac and cheese. Yes. And then do you, do, people don't realize too, do you know that, um, we're so all over the place, we don't care, <laughs> uh, that baby food is, uh, they test it on adults because they know that the mother most likely is, will be taking tastes of it. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> They want to make sure that it not only does good. the baby like it, mom's got to like it because chances are strong that mom will be tasting it. So smart. The takeaway is is people eat, 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 eat. Carbohydrates are not the enemy. Protein is not the enemy. And bulk is not the enemy. And that's the main reason that, that Linda's here. But we're going to talk about all these different things because they're all interconnected. And that's one thing that's really important in fitness is too often these articles and clickbait things try to parse it out and try to separate the issues. And, and that's why it is an art and a science, right? It's right. People have to figure out what worked for them. So we're going to give you the science. We're going to say, here's what carbs do. Here's what protein does. Here's what they say about breakfast. Here's muscle and metabolically more active. And then you're going to figure it out for yourself. And there's so many options. Right. There's so many sources of protein. Do you have to eat eggs? Absolutely not. No. You, you got to figure out your protein though. Right. You can figure out for breakfast, um, you know, you can do a protein. You can make use a great protein powder. There's so many now. Make a smoothie. You don't need to do eggs. You can do... If you like yogurt or you like cottage cheese or you could do steak in the morning, you mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. Yeah. So um, find what works. Find what you. works and what you like. Yeah. But, um, but eggs are so easy and you can make them so oh many different ways. Yeah. And you can throw so, many, so, much th so much in them, even if you wanted to throw in like a few bacon bits just to give it that of little course. bit of flavor. You can, you can do that. You can use a low-fat cheese if you wanted to. Like it doesn't have to be like... So strict, like you, you can add of things course. in and add and vegetables yes. and make it tasty and good and happy. And it's really simple. I think we just overthink it. That's we just overthink the it. Theme but of the show. <laughs> but it's so, it's, it's so important. Yes. And even if it's a rest day, you still need to keep your nutrition up. Like you still need to eat the way you would eat. Um, Do you know that you can rent chickens, by the way? I was going to get my own chicken. Really? For yeah. eggs? <laughs> I, I think you they, need to get more. I don't know. One chicken's no, probably not, not going to lay. What's going to lay? Maybe one or two eggs a day? A day so I'm you like, need like on. 10 chickens. <laughs> but that would be great. I love my neighbors to go, oh, the fitness guy's literally That's got hilarious. 10 chickens in his backyard. <laughs> you can rent them. I'll just go buy the organic ones at Trader Joe's <laughs> and buy some whites in a carton. I'm good. But let, let, let go but, there real quickly. I'm so lazy with cooking. The only thing I do have is I have an egg cooker because okay. I don't even screw it up in the water, like the boiling part. So it's, it's like $20 and it looks like an egg and you put some water in depending on how cooked you want it to be That's and then cool. I put it yeah but but That's eggs easy. so easy That's seamless um but you know just getting back to I think women too building muscle it's what what we also need to 
to recognize is that it builds bone mass. Yes. So, and you know, osteopenia and yes, all those bone diseases that women are susceptible to yes. are it's you know it really helps to prevent that. So, building right. bone mass by doing weight bearing exercises. Right. Um. So, I mean, that's that's one thing right there that is should make any woman want to lift weights. I mean, who wants to be 70, 80, 90 years old with brittle bones and not healthy? And we don't think, we don't think five, 10, 20 years down the road. You know, it's like, I think we just think today, we're just focused on today or instant gratification where it's like, set yourself up. I always say to people, how do you want to age? Yeah. Do you want to age gracefully and look good and be strong? And, or do you want to be, in the doctor's office having issues and joint problems and this problem, digestive problems, all those things. And, you know, and not looking healthy and good and happy. Like, how do you want to live in golf terms, the back nine, really, so to speak, right? right? right. I mean, and, it's, and that's really important. And, you know, I keep that in, in my mind, too, because I know, you know, when I'm 95, I want to look like this still. Exactly. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? You hit the nail on the head, Linda. We are, and it just, it's everything in, in fitness and diet, and it's short-term thinking. Right. Right? And uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And the prehab versus rehab that we were talking about earlier. And here's the great news is, well, let's, if more people than ever are joining gyms or members of gyms and obesity is, something is way off. Right. right. And what's way off? And I say the future of fitness, two things. Right. Short workouts and working out at home. Right. Still go to the gym. But I call it the Netflix kind of phenomenon, right? Right. I love going to the movie theater. I go there with my kids. I love it. That's an experience. I want to be around people. Right. But I do most of my TV watching on Netflix and things like that. Right. That's the future, right? Same thing with fitness is now you can have it in your home and you can have content and, and everything right. delivered right there and the coolest equipment at great prices and, and just amazing. You still go to the gym. Right. But I love Jim Gaffigan. I did stand-up comedy many years ago and started with him. Just <laughs> And he's the guy who says, he looks at the person in the gym who's in shape, you, and says, what are you doing? Go home. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think I've heard that. Right? Yeah. Most people wait until, because you don't feel comfortable. Now, again... Right. Gyms serve a purpose and classes and being around people, community, that's a huge part of it. But it's not about going to the gym an hour a day. It's it's small chunks of time, right? Right. And that's one of the takeaways we'll give. And it's body weight exercises too. You don't have to have fancy equipment. You want to use it all. Right. Right? Free weights and machines. And right. What's better? Free weights and machines. Stop. It doesn't. Stop. Right. <laughs> Just as long if you're doing something that's good. Yes. You know, most people Lift are sitting on the things, sofa. Right? So, yeah. And put them down. Exactly. Uh, get your heart rate up. And, and then let it come down. Right. I don't care if that's tennis or running right. or biking or swimming, but this is not the messages you are getting. So again, think of bulk and think of what Linda just said. You know, it's it, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And you don't have to do a lot and you're not going to get bulky unless you right. want. And then you're going to have to work really hard to do that and to sustain it. Women just don't yeah. have the testosterone to get Thank you. that big. It's not going to, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Like I said, I've been lifting weights for nine years and I'm finally happy with where I'm at. So it takes okay. time and eating right and taking certain supplements and just and doing things. Right. So um, we just don't have the testosterone. It's not going to happen. So so let's go there. That myth is... So if people, when right. they go to your website again, it's <clears throat> Linda Stevens I'm speaking with. LindaMStevens.com is the website. Uh, they're going to go, they're going to look at you and go, holy cow, she's got amazing shoulders, amazing arms. You're a professional. Correct. And with a professional so comes... <laughs> <laughs> but you are, right? I mean, and, and explain no, what am. that is. Like, So... Well, a professional from in the, in the sense of competing, yeah. I'm a professional. I was an amateur competitor in the National Physique Committee, which is really one of the largest bodybuilding federations around. There are a lot of federations, but most people will recognize NPC if they know the sport at all. Then the professional level of the NPC is the IFBB, which is the International Federation of Bodybuilding. So if you pick up a Muscle and Fitness or any of those magazines, most of the guys and women that are in there are IFBB pros, right. most likely. Um, so... That's the federation I belong to now. I competed as an amateur for four years, took a long time, a lot of shows, a lot of dieting. Um, but then I turned pro because that's what I wanted to do. So that was something that was a goal that I wanted to achieve. So that's why I had to go so extreme because or else I wouldn't have gotten there. Right. Um, and it took me four years. At 46 years old, I turned pro. 
So, and I've done, I've had a pro career now since then, so it's about five years. So I'm going to do one more show in August, and then I'm going to retire for good. But, no way. Um, no way. <laughs> 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 That's what everybody we'll says back on when I tell year. them that. Yeah. I don't know why they keep saying that. It's like the one marathon. People look done. at me with shake their head like, yeah, whatever, you say that all the time. Yeah. But um, I'm having a lot more fun helping people lose weight and get in shape and, right. you know, and building my business now and helping people. That's really what I, my goal, my passion is to help it. people feel better. They, I do, I work with a lot of competitors, still athletes, which I love, but really a big the biggest part of my business are general population sure. people that are like, look, I don't know what happened over the last 10 years, but I'm not feeling great, so I need to fix it. That's awesome. So between diet and training and supplementation, I've had great success working with women and men, primarily women, but I've helped a lot of men as well. So um, honestly, the difference between a competitor diet and a general population diet really it's, there's not that much difference. You know, the amounts are a little bit different, but the foods are similar. People are still eating five times a day. It's, it's not that different. It's just that one is super duper extreme. Right. And as you come closer to the end, when you get to your show, it right. gets even more extreme. Right. Whereas the general person, I try to teach them how to eat for lifestyle. So they right. take the weight off. And then I teach them how to do it on their own. I don't want to have clients hanging around forever. Like I want to take them for three, four, five months, fix them up, let them go, and off you go. Totally, I love that. So, and, and then if I they was. want to come back for a refresher, they pop in for a refresher, and we change a few things, and they go back on their way. So, right. the goal is to teach people, right? You know, right. a lifestyle to teach people forever, right? Exactly. It's not a keto diet. It's not a paleo. Oh, it's not God, intermittent don't, fasting. Don't, don't, and, don't get my heart rate up. You know, <laughs> I was doing so well. I, I know. <laughs> I just, you know, those those diets are maybe okay for someone that really knows what they're doing. But paleo is, you know, people lose a lot of weight fast on paleo and keto. A lot of them don't do it right or they take exactly. the weight off. They take the weight off and then they're dying for a pizza, you know? And then once the floodgates open, that's the end. I'll have you, you back put, and we'll talk about that yeah. because, hey, listen, so, every single diet works, people, short term. Every yeah. single one and it's calorie restriction. And and, and that's the new right. thing with the keto when people tell me they're on keto because, again, that's very uh, akin to right. bodybuilding if you're doing it right. Right. And so when they're smiling and telling me they, they haven't had carbs in... Fill in the blank. I go. I know you have no idea what a carb is. Then, because <laughs> right. you should be really unhappy. Yeah, and and we know that. And that's why. And, and it's a great place to kind of tie it all together. Right. When did I know the extremes? Right. And I have this crazy uh, resume of of trying the natural bodybuilding and trying a little bit of everything, kind of finding what works. Right. And going to those extremes. Right. Which I'm so happy I did. I say I hope I never do it again. Right. It's, and my wife, God bless her, who was my girlfriend at the time. I mean, my first show was down in West Virginia, and I'll never forget being in this just cheap hotel, motel. And my girlfriend, <laughs> now my wife, I don't know how, again, she stuck with me, painting me from, you know, uh, my, I know. with the protein, yep. completely naked, you know, and she's going, okay, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I learned so much and you learn so much and let's just... You really if, do. You really learn what you're made extreme, of. Well, and extremes and how to right. help people as you're saying. Yes. So again, what I really want, because <laughs> people will look at you and, and look at what I've done and say... I can't do that. I don't want to do that. And, and we are not asking you. Right. We want you to be the best you. Right. And let's just go there really quickly. You know, it gets specific, but when people see you, what, what it takes to be a pro is you have to do things that, that pros do, right? So right. You, you, you take things that other people don't take, and that 
is, you know, I say when, when boys look at Muscle and Fitness Magazine, Arnold Schwarzenegger talked about what he did. Um, so that fear of bulk that this whole show right. is about, um, there are so many different factors. And Linda wants to, she's a pro, this is her job. So definitely. I mean, when you look at the bodybuilders and you go to a show and you see these men, even some of the women sure. are like, you know, really big. Of course, I mean... There are things that they may use to help them get to that level of fitness, but that's that's where they want to be because that's their passion. That's what they want. They want to win the Olympia. They want to win the Arnold, and that's what they do. And I think Jay Cutler, for people are people that are listening, know who that is. If not, look him up. But he's a great um, testament of you know. If you're going to use things, just be smart, talk to the right people, talk to your doctor, watch your blood, just keep, you know, take care of your body. So, um, you know, just because someone may use a performance enhancing drug doesn't mean that they're not busting it and working hard, but they want to be competitive. And in order to be competitive, sometimes you have to do some things that normal people would not do to get to that level. So is it right or wrong? I don't know. That's for every individual to decide. But I'm in a sport where it happens, um, and it's not drug tested. So, yes, yeah, it's it part happens. of the sport. It's, it just you know, be, it's just it, because people aren't honest about it. And then this show, there's that we are just we'll be as honest as we can with keeping people comfortable and stuff like that. And and hey, listen, uh, hockey players, baseball right. players, I mean, it's part that it's their job, right? And I only bring it up now because you know that fear of bulk is you're looking at someone who has is do, doing so many different things, not the least of which is 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 dieting in a way you're not going to do and lifting weights that you don't have to, right? Um, because and so don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Right. And then, you know, using other things. So that should be, again, just like us telling you, you should eat more and all that kind of stuff. It's just great news. So the fear of bulk, please, the number one reason or one of the top reasons I always say that women have failed to achieve their best bodies is because of the fear of bulk. You have been right. sold a horrible, horrible bill of goods when it comes to Lifting weight. Right. So let's leave it there. So let's wrap it all up. So when someone, you know, we talk about short workouts at home, I always recommend to get people started, what are the greatest exercises, the ones that have been around forever? Yeah, the tried and true. Yeah. I mean, a push-up is a great, a push-up is a great overall body conditioning exercise. I do, I still do push-ups maybe every other day. I try to do a bunch. Just because it's your back, it's your chest, your arms, your core, everything. And and then the, the one other buzz thing, too, that always cracks me up is people will say, you know, I, I have to work my core more. I need to do more core work. And I'm like, all right. I said, well, deadlifting and squatting and even sitting in a chair, I'm like, you're always push utilizing up. your core. <laughs> yeah. People, why are my abs so sore from hold doing your push-ups? abs type. When yes. you're sitting in the chair, don't just sit in the chair slouch. Like, sit up straight, hold your abs in. I mean, yes. that's core work right yes. there. So. Yes. Yes, planks and all that stuff are great, and you should incorporate that into your program, but deadlifting and squatting and anything you're doing, you always want to hold your core tight while you're bicep curling, anything. Right. I Don't mean, it waste engage a lot your of time. Core. Exactly. So, Just contributed to an article where I said 10% of your workout time is my rule of thumb. Right. If you're doing an hour of exercise, you're doing a half hour, like a couple minutes is all you need. And what Linda's saying is because you're using in all these different exercises. Right. And if your goal is truly, topic for another show, to get flat abs, it's diet and cardio diet. and everything. We're going to talk about that. Um, but so there's your takeaway. So... Linda and I still, uh, I'm doing push-ups, I'm doing body weight squats, and right. I'm doing planks. So there's yep. three exercises you can do right now when the show is over. And what I like to do is do it by time. Don't worry about reps to get started because the great thing about doing exercises by time is it 
then uh, gets you where you need to be because if you can do two push-ups in 60 seconds or you can do 25, right. it, it's whatever you can do. So here's your, your takeaway, get started, five-minute plan, uh, four and a half. Let's make it four and a half. Under five-minute plan, 30 seconds of push-ups, 30 seconds of bodyweight squats, a 30-second plank, do that three times. Right. That alone. And repeat it. And repeat it. Yeah, do a, a circuit, right? And then, and then as you get more, um, build more endurance and you get better at it, Add something else in, then add some jump squats in, or buy a light kettlebell and do some swings, yeah. or slam a medicine ball, yeah. or but you don't have to. No, you don't have to. <laughs> right. But people, but yes. your body will start to adapt, and you you'll, change you'll it build, up. you'll build fit, you'll, your totally. fitness level will go up. You'll totally. build endurance, so you're going to want more, and you'll be amazed. Exactly, you'll be amazed at where you go. Your body is an incredible machine, and I wish that more people would take it as such and not misuse it and treat it badly, and you know. And respect your body. Respect your body. Exactly. It's the, you know, this is, uh, we'll leave them with it's, this. It's the vessel. It's going to take you a long, long way, and it's going to give you a long, great life if yeah. you respect it and take care of it. There are three things we can control in life. How much we move, mm-hmm. what we put in our mouths, and our attitude. Right. And those three things are insane. I need nine hours with you. <laughs> I know. Mindset. We can do a whole show on mindset. Uh, oh, and all we that. will. And we'll do nutrition. But, but, and I know like this is how the show is going to happen because we just go off on tangents and it's right. all connected. And that's part of the, the whole process. So, again, thank you so much. So, Linda Stevens, let me give you, you got to follow her. And again, if you're an aspirational figure, bikini, bodybuilding, you know, there's no one better. But as Linda said, if you you are general pop. Don't get you. You want to go to someone who has achieved right. the the pinnacle. And so you look at a picture. And go again. The whole show has been about you. Don't to try to look like her unless you want to is, is going to take a lot of work but to be the best you you want someone like Linda who has studied it lived it gone to extremes so she can get you to where you want to be so Instagram is Linda Stevens IFBB Pro again Instagram Linda Stevens it's P-H-E-N-S IFBB Pro Twitter is Linda IFBB Pro and LindaMStevens.com thank you so much for listening and please if you enjoyed it Follow it wherever you listen to podcasts. That may be Apple Podcasts, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a couple minutes, I want to hear from you. So leave a review. Tell me what you thought. I would greatly appreciate it. Again, take care of your body. Strength train men and women. You won't get bulky unless you want to. And if you really, 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 really want to, it's going to take some work and go to Linda Stevens to get there. Linda, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Thomas. It's yeah. great. And we will do this again. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Fitness Disrupted. I am Tom Holland. Have a great day and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.